The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Hey, what about the butt? There's a hole there. We can do all kinds of things with that. And Paula. When you're starting to, you know, jizz or ooze a little bit, is that like a bonus color or what? Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Hello, hello. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It's episode 148. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. Happy Valentine's Day. Man, mine was really bad. It's like a drunk UG, and I'm not even drunk. It was it's not the a good allergies, one. perhaps, or I'm just you know I was just off tune. Didn't warm up my it's throat. You're in the mood for love. Didn't gargle with lemon water or whatever they do before they before singers get on stage. Have you ever noticed really good singers when they really belt it out and they open their mouth, their tongues are like yellow. Uh, you know, I try not to look into their mouths because I think it's gross. Suck on a lozenge. They must have like special lozenges for singers. I don't know. I think they should get tongue scrapers before they go on stage. I just feel like if you're going to open your mouth that wide, you should have like perfect (laughs) oral hygiene. I'm just thinking of like Kelly Clarkson. I remember once she was singing and she like really opens her mouth wide when she sings. Yeah. And, And I love Kelly Clarkson. And uh, her tongue was kind of yellow in the back. And I'm like, God, you know, can you can you drink a bottle of water or something before you get out there and rinse that stuff out? Especially if you're going to have a spotlight. It's like basically (laughs) having like, you know, the doctor (laughs) shining that giant light down your throat and your tonsils Mm -hmm. are like slapping together in the back and your uvula is like (laughs) your oddly shaped uvula. So, yes, welcome to the ugly truth. It is the weekend of superficial love for many of you. I am not a big fan of the Valentine's Day, but I think I am in the minority when it comes to this holiday. I would agree. I am. Of course, producer Dub is a big proponent of any time he can celebrate love. You know, he's a romantic, so he got me flowers. Already? Yeah. Well, because he knows that I find it almost patronizing to get flowers on the day. Like, I I find it to be patronizing. I don't know why. It's just I'm weird that way. So he always will send me flowers the week of (laughs) or something just because it makes him feel good to express it. So he will send them the week of and, you know, we have this thing. It's not not for Valentine's Day. It's just because I love you. L for love. Yes. And so I did receive my beautiful flowers from Farm Girl. Is, is he allowed to send red roses or do they have to be something else? Now, you and I have had this discussion about my disdain for red roses. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you okay. not recall? Of course, Jamie, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. All right. Well, let me remind you that when I was dating my son's father, he cheated on me. Oh, <laughs> and okay. The okay. girl, her parents owned a florist shop. And when I went over there, when, it was the day after and I went over there for some reason, his roommate was trying to hide the evidence, this humongous bouquet of flowers. It must have been like two or three dozen red roses. He was trying to hide them in the closet and he didn't succeed. And I saw them. I go, why are you hiding those? Are this for me or something? And he goes, no. But this guy actually really liked me. And so he told me. And so, of course, my boyfriend at the time came racing home to try to explain himself he got the flowers for another girl? No, the girl sent him flowers uh, because, because she had a great time the night before and her parents owned the florist shop. So Jeez. she arranged to have roses sent over. Is that okay? I mean, can a girl send a guy flowers? I think so. I mean, first of all, it's not like she paid for them. Her parents owned a florist shop, so it's I, I not know, really, that, you know. I just think that's kind of weird. I mean. But it was such a tremendously sized bouquet of red roses seriously it was i mean what it wasn't like a couple it was like 30 or 40 it was a big bouquet 
the reason it was such a bad, it's always bad to cheat on your significant other, but the reason it was so bad is because we were together the night before and then he left and had sex with her the, like two hours later. That's disgusting. Right? And so the next day when I saw the flowers, he, th- his friend told me what, th- what was up and I go, are you kidding me? Well, at least I, I guess I should be grateful that I got sex before she did. Wow. How nice. I hope you washed it. I even think I even said that. I'm like, I hope you washed your dick before you, you know, decided God, to fuck another girl. I hope it was even dried by Disgusting. then. Disgusting. And so, Filthy. of course, we broke up. <laughs> we broke up. And from that point on, I'm like, Red Roses just remind me of a time period in my life where I got royally screwed and I just hate them. And so producer Deb knows this story well, and he has never, never purchased Red Roses for me. Okay. Ever. But that's me. That doesn't mean that they're not beautiful. They are beautiful. They smell good. You know, I personally like pink or peach roses, but I know that roses are fabulous. They last forever if you get a good bouquet of them. And, you know, so all of that's great. But no, I get more exotic bouquets. Gotcha. So, so you got so you got a mixed bouquet. I did. Now, the other reason why it might have been on his mind to be a little more romantic than others is because we were just returning from an incredible wedding weekend. Oh. Uh, as you recall, you do yes, remember that, right? I do recall you were okay. going to a good friend's <laughs> wedding. Yes. So last week when we were recording and talking, I was telling you how sick producer Dub was. Right. So we were scheduled to leave for this wedding in L.A. for our very special friends and fans. We're big fans of Chef Nick Nappy as he Mm -hmm. was on our show. This was the wedding we were going to. Uh, He's finally marrying his amazingly stunning, beautiful bride, Janelle. And we were so grateful that they thought of us and invited us to this wedding. It was wonderful, too. So... We were scheduled to leave Thursday afternoon to go to this wedding for the weekend. Producer Dub was deathly ill last week. Coughing, fever, terrible. This man had been in bed for three days. I got nothing done to prepare to leave for this trip. That was stressing me out beyond belief. Now, you are the planner, but when it comes to travel, I am a planner. Okay. I have, you know, I like things pre-packed. I want to have everything, you know, set up planned ready to go none of it had been done he didn't even have like a shirt and tie to wear like nothing had been planned and so because this whole when you have someone who's really sick at home it consumes way more time than you expect because you still you're still living life i mean i still have a kid to get to school there's cheer practice and games and all this other stuff going on and so normally if he's at work, I would be, you know, suitcases would be out, things would be prepacked, you know, I would be on my way. Well, none of that had happened. So Wednesday, I wake up, I take the child to school, I get home, Daryl, of course, is in bed. And he's very ill. And I, he's feeling obviously a little better, but he's still not well. And so mm-hmm. I sat on the bed. And I looked at him and I said, we need to have a real discussion about this trip. Because I don't know where we are with it and I we need to just come to some terms on what we're doing. I'm cool with you if you want to try to get through this but understand that sent, taking you sick is a real burden on me and it's not that I wouldn't do it it's just that understand that we're talking about traveling to airports, hotel, a huge event that's going to go for like 12 hours and that's a lot for someone who's healthy and trying to deal with some person who's really sick i mean you no one would ask to do that unless it was absolutely necessary right right he's like no we're going i said really and i started to cry (laughs) because i was (laughs) i was so tired i hadn't slept in three days because the man just was so sick he was coughing a lot tossing and turning a lot moaning i mean it like we got the whole thing going and so i said okay well here's the deal you have to go to the doctor because I'm not taking you if you have pneumonia. I'm not, I don't know what is going on in your body, what parasite is ravaging you. I said, but I'm done. You have to go to the doctor. And he's like, all right. So he decides now he's going to be a hero and he's suddenly going to be better. So he takes a shower. He's like, no, I'm driving myself. You know, wow. and I said, oh, well, all right then. I said, are you sure you got it? He's like, I can do it. I said, okay. Godspeed. Godspeed. Exactly. Yeah. So he went, came home with antibiotics. He has a horrific throat and nasal infection. His lungs were clear, no pneumonia. So he's like, we're going. And I said, all right. So we bought a ton of drugs and his antibiotics, 
packed our shit and went. So we get to LA and you know, the thing is, is I've never flown into Burbank airport. Have you? Uh, I have. Yeah. Now, did you fly Southwest where they let you deplane from the back of the plane? I am trying to think. It's really cool because I've never done it before. They said, yeah, you can deplane from the front or the back. I think I deplaned from the front though. And I went up through the gate. Okay. But there, but there is no gate. It's all tarmac. So what's really cool, I've never done it. I said, well, let's do, let's do plane from the back because there was way less people. So, and oh, let me tell you how annoying people were on this trip. I mean, we really. It's like a 45 minute flight, Jamie. It was an hour. No, it wasn't on the plane. It was before the plane. We went to, we got to the airport fairly early. So we decided to grab a bite because we literally, we left at five in the afternoon, like at night. So we didn't land until like six ish. You know, uh-huh. so it was evening. So we get to the airport in Sacramento and we decide to have some cocktails. Right. So we had some cocktails. So we're heading to our airport or our, our gate and there's dog yapping. And I mean, not oh, like. God. Did somebody have a service dog or something? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, they did. Hey, it was be a, grateful it wasn't a freaking service turkey or something it was like a, that. I know. I know. <laughs> I it was, think I could have handled that. I'd be like, get that freaking poultry away from me. <laughs> well, we're walking towards the gate with this other gentleman who was English and he sounds just like Ricky Gervais. It was hysterical. <laughs> was it Ricky Gervais? No, it was not. But he looked oh, okay. like him, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Ricky Gervais is very good looking and this oh, guy was God, not. That guy's Ricky teeth Gervais. are funky and he's I fat. Know. God. No, I you know what? He's right up your alley, though. Oh, shut up. You like the big boys. I like them a little meaty. I don't like the wafy men. You're right. You're right. That is true. I, like I mean, I, it's, it's no, it's not, it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying you like the bigger boys. He's you a do. little, ch- he's a little too chubby though. He's a little too chubby, but he has good hair again with the good His hair. I just like him with just good hair. Far too yellow for me. I can't handle it. <laughs> right. I'm just okay. like, if you have as much money as you, you do, bleach him. My <laughs> right. God. Just get the crust white strips from but Amazon. But you know what? He's from the UK. They don't do that stuff. It's a little different. Like, God. That is true. You're and right. And there's no reason. I'm like, do you guys have bad water or what is it? <laughs> I think it's just they just simply aren't as superficial as we are when it comes to those things. No, that is not a superficial thing. That's like a hygiene thing, Jamie. Well, There's something going on. It's either bad water. Oh, I know they don't brush. No, is no, it like I know what it is. Dark beer or what? No, I don't know. they drink a lot of tea. <sighs> I think it stains their teeth. I really something. do. Well, I, I drink a lot of coffee, but I brush too. I use as many whitening products as I can locate. No one will ever say that my teeth are yellow. That's true. You know what? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna cap all my teeth. I wanna I wanna have teeth like Tom Cruise. I really do. I think it'd be awesome. Anyway, so he's walking with us. Now I, what I've noticed about myself is when I've had just enough alcohol at the airport, I get I don't get belligerent. I just get brave. And I maybe I'm like that regularly, but I but I'm usually at home when I'm having a cocktail. I don't usually go out in public and have cocktails very often. So maybe it's different. I mean, so, let me guess. You assumed that he wanted to talk to you. No, I, well, he, yes, I did. <laughs> but but that was because you wanted to talk to him. I became friends with him as we were walking towards our <laughs> gate because did. we both saw the yap dog, and it was like this little mini greyhound looking thing. This sad little. Oh, skinny, was it a whippet? Yeah, it looked like the the pet on the Simpsons, Santa's helper. That oh, I'm like Brian the dog. Oh no, I'm thinking of a. Never mind. No, no, no. The Simpsons, not Family <laughs> the Guy. Simpsons. Okay, right. right. And so we're walking towards the yap dog. And we can't find, we can't see it because it's crated. But then ultimately the lady takes it out because it's gapping. And it's not like a, you know, it's like this. <laughs> it's really like that. And everybody's looking around and everyone's face is the same. And so me, because, you know, I, I think I'm brave. I walk and I go, <laughs> I'm like, and of course, Ricky Gervais is standing next to me. And I said, I swear to God, if that fucking dog is on our gate, I'm just going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. And he goes. Oh, honey. Oh, wait. What's my English accent? Oh, honey. Uh, what's the English accent? I can't do it right uh, now. Jamie, I can't do accents at all. Someone anyway. would be talking to me in an accent. I'm like, is he Jewish? You're like, oh, he's, he's Mexican. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know anything. Like, I want to do Scottish, but he wasn't Scottish. Anyway, just, he's like, just don't. He's like, oh, you better believe yeah, that dog's on our plane. That, that dog's been yapping for a while. And I said, no. And so then this. Chinese woman is in front of us and she hears us bitching about the dog and she turns around and she looks at us and she goes, 
Here's a little clue. If you've never flown into Burbank with a service dog, she said, go to the back of the plane because they always put them in the front. And the, and in Burbank, you can you can deplane from both ends of the plane. And so you'll be nowhere near the dog and you won't be able to hear it. And I said, oh, thank you, Chinese woman. Thank you're, you. Did I you didn't say think, you are no. so wise? I said, <laughs> honor, honor on you, honor on your family. Sensei. Like, do you have a service grasshopper? Konnichiwa in her Hermes bag. God, she had a gorgeous bag with her. So we get on the plane and I said, let's make a beeline. Uh, there was a lot of smart people who were hitting the back of the plane because, you know, they're no rookie. What so the we get hell on. What were they doing in Sacramento? God. I know. And so Shocking. we get on the plane, no problems. It was a super fast flight, like you said. It's like an, not even, it's barely an hour. It's hardly long enough to get a drink. I mean, well, that was the thing is that, you know, I, I didn't get anything. I said, no, God, I, mean, I walk around in my room in circles for longer than this flight sometimes. <laughs> so no, I'm just getting on and getting off. So I didn't have anything. Daryl, of course, had to have something because, you know, when it's free, you just have to, some people are just compelled. Do. Always. He had some water. And um, so we're walking off the tarmac. Now, I've never deplaned off the back of a plane before, so it's outdoors. And it was nighttime by the time we got there. And so I'm walking down the plane with the the wise Chinese woman in front of us. And I said, I feel like there should be like a people here with signs and cheering for us. I feel like the president, you know, you walk down outside and they're waving at people. That's what it feels like. And so I start waving. I'm like, hello. Hello, Burbank. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we're wandering down. It was really fun, though. Definitely not that long of a flight. You're still drunk. I was still a little buzzed. <laughs> so we're walking through Burbank, and it's a cute little airport. It really yeah. is adorable. I Did you see any never... famous people? No, but you know what's so funny about places like that? Everybody's looking at everybody to see if they're famous. Well, the reason why they do that specifically in Burbank is because a lot of the really famous celebrities will fly Burbank mm -hmm. because it's so low profile because it's not a really big airport. No, it's very and small. And so they'll fly Burbank to avoid a lot of the paparazzi. Oh, yeah. Whereas if LA, if you want to be seen, you'll fly in LAX. LAX. That's interesting. And But it's true. You definitely get the vibe. I'm fairly sensitive to humans. Like you can... I, I maybe you are too, but I'm very aware of other people. And so I can I sense when someone's looking or you can feel there's an energy in the air sure. anywhere. So we're walking through the Burbank Airport, which is very like you said, it's very, very tiny. And so we're walking towards the exit. And it's like, why is everybody staring at everybody? I mean, everyone. It's not just me. They're looking at everyone. It's so interesting. But it's probably that that's probably it. Mm -hmm. Everyone's looking to see if they recognize anybody. So I did not recognize anyone. So, you know. Well, when I boring. flew out of Burbank, um, I actually saw Eva Longoria and Tony Parker. Oh, so interesting. It was, it was it was from a distance, but it was definitely I'm like, hey, it was definitely I'm like, them. But they were just by themselves. They were she was wearing like a little juicy couture jumper mm -hmm. and he was tall. <laughs> so that was pretty <laughs> that was much all it. you needed to know. But they were just minding their own business, you know, traveling. And because nobody um, was bothering them because no nobody was bugging him because no one was looking for them. And Man. so I remember I was flying on business and I mm -hmm. saw my boss and I'm like, you know, I think I just saw them. And she's like, well, that doesn't surprise me because she says a lot of the major celebs fly out of here because nobody uh, bugs them because they're not what? looking for famous people. That's really smart. It's a very yeah. smart thing to do. Is she like two feet tall, Eva Longoria? She must have looked like a tiny little sprite. She was like a, a midge. Yeah. yeah just she's a little totally nugget tiny. of a person. Yeah. yeah. So we get there. Now, Daryl, as you know, is very big on Uber because Uber is a big thing in the city. Oh, okay. So, and I asked him, I said, I don't mind taking a cab. It's like the, the hotel is like 40 minutes away. What's the difference? I don't get it. Uh, you pay a little bit more, but like he showed up in a black Lexus. It nice. was awesome. It was so cool. And we had the best drivers. They were so friendly. And they all have ratings from one to five. And our driver was a 4.9. Wow. Well, plus, I guess if you already know what the fare is, there's no yeah. reason for them driving like a maniac either. Nope. Like and taxi so taxi drivers, I hate that when taxi drivers I do, do that. My God, I'm the pressure. Like, I want to get there. I don't want to lose my life in the process. I know, right? So we get to the hotel. We stay at the Hilton and uh, let's see, Hilton in Woodland Hills, I think. Los Angeles, Woodland Hills. I don't know. It was. It's a business hotel. Yeah, I was like, ooh, semi fancy. <laughs> it could use a makeover, but it's not dirty. the the the, the lobby and the bar is 
pristine, gorgeous, beautifully Good. redone. The hotel, the rooms, are they a little, they look like a Hilton that has been around for a while. They could it's use some ch- work. It's a chain hotel. I mean. Well, it's clearly a business. It, it's in a, it was in a business district area. So it was really, you know, people sleep in it for one night and move on. There's no long-term stays at those hotels. But the customer service was amazing. So I can see why they do well because their people are just so outstandingly great yeah. from every, from the maids to, you know, and we didn't, oh, you know, we only, we only got busted in on once. Uh, the lady, the, the cleaning lady, housekeeping. Oh my God. Always, always. It was like nine in the morning. Don't and I said, you have your little do not disturb sign on? Yes, but I mean, who, you know, to me, it's like if checkout is 11, why are you coming in before that? I always have that thing on I there. I never get it. And Daryl's like, did you not put, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was the hall monitor. I didn't realize it was my job to put the do not disturb sign on there. Sorry. If you've been listening to The Ugly Truth for a while now, you know that Jamie and Paula never leave the house without a little freshening up. And that is why we're introducing the Lip and Clip Tip of the Week, brought to you by Avon. Here's Paula. Hi, Hugs. It's Paula here. I wanted to let you in on a little beauty secret that I have been using for several years now. I have Avon's Beyond Color Lip Conditioner. It moisturizes my lips softens the feathering lines that can cause lipstick to bleed and it also gives my lip a more natural pigment so I can leave the house actually without looking like an albino. You should definitely purchase Beyond Color Lip Conditioner through our Avon website. Trust me, your lips will thank you. To get this and any product from our Avon store, just visit UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And click on the Ugly Mall. Or you can go straight to it by UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for supporting the show. Let's get back to the Ugly Truth. So anyway, yeah, so we got the hotel. So the next day, Friday was the wedding and um, we got to get all fancied up. I got to wear my Halston Heritage dress, nice, which fit like a glove, which I was so grateful for because, you know, you never want to feel uncomfortable, you know, at a wedding, you especially if it's a super fancy wedding. Yeah, really? I haven't been to a super fancy wedding in a real long time, honestly. I can't even remember the last time. The last time I was at a super fancy wedding, I was probably in it. You know, it was never... You know, I haven't been to a black tie optional wedding, I don't think ever, to be honest. I don't think I've ever been to one, to be honest. Where you have to really think about what you're going to wear. You can't just show up in any old dress. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was great. Now, I had gone to my hairdresser and he had given me some tips on how to keep my hair looking good because this was an all day affair. And it was at a really nice ranch called the Hummingbird Inn or the Hummingbird Ranch. And it was in the middle of, it's up in the middle of, like Topanga Canyon where like Jay Leno drives his cars and stuff. Super cool. fancy place. And um there, you know, it's just gonna be an all day thing. We did find out it was gonna be all outdoors. Oh so okay. luckily I brought my sunglasses and Daryl had to buy some sunscreen. We had buses shuttling us to the place. They didn't want anyone driving up there. They wanted it to be as minimal as possible. So we took these really cool tour buses up to the location and most of the guests, all of them actually stayed at the Hilton. So there was like 120 of us all oh, gathering wow. in the lobby. And the wedding coordinator's assistant was there checking us all in. And then we get on the bus and everybody's all in their fancy, you know, duds. We're all in our formal wear and everybody was all excited. And, you know, it was the beginning of the day. And we're all How so fun. excited. Yeah, it was really great. And I got to meet, obviously, a lot of um People that Janelle, because Janelle and Nick actually worked with Daryl in San Francisco, and that's how we know them. And so I got to meet a lot of the people that Daryl works with during the day. They were all there. And, you know, whenever that happens, I'm always really like I try to be super reserved because I don't want to embarrass him. <laughs> like, I oh, don't, I don't wanna... blame you. That sounds like a nightmare to me. I wouldn't be excited about that at all. It was a bit stressful. And so and these are people that Daryl manages. I mean, these aren't like uh, these aren't Daryl's bosses. They're people he manages. And so I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to do anything. So I felt the only regret I have is I felt like I was a little socially 
less than myself. You know, I like I felt like I held Daryl back a little bit, actually. I felt like I was a little too reserved. No, if I could have a needle and thread, I'd sew my lips shut. So but in, in addition to these people that producer Deb works with, there were no less than 10 MasterChef contestants from the year that Nick oh, Nappy. Wow. There was a lot of them there because they're genuinely they kept in touch and they're friends right and they're friends and the only one that was missing was derek why well because maybe they don't like each other as much as they said they did she was the front door he was like one of my favorites derek the one that beat him the one that beat him with the freaking uh cheesecake with the, the drummer I mean, I really did like him. I mean, okay, I'll be honest. You know, I have a thing for like kind of pretty boys and he does have tattoos. But I mean, his girlfriend was kind of a skank. And so I was just like, (laughs) dude, you could do way better. Well, he was not there. So, but Claudia was there. The winner of MasterChef was there. Claudia. And she is so nice. Is she doing really well? She's doing very well. Very Good. well. She's I would just, hope so. Just catapulting her career and really embracing her, you know, uh, culinary life with her. And she has a great daughter and Aww. just a really lovely woman. Tommy was there, the uh, fashion designer. Remember little Tommy? Oh my God, that guy's nuts. Yeah, that he's is so awesome. He's the most. He was the most social person. He was well, of just walking around the reception, just introducing himself to everyone. And he was working the floor. Yes, he was working the floor. Absolutely, and he That's looked. Awesome. He was wearing. <laughs> he was wearing brand new Jimmy Choo shoes that haven't even been released to the public yet. How the hell did he get those? Because he's Tommy. <laughs> That's why <sighs> he just. Wouldn't you love to have those kinds of connect? Well, first yes. of all, wouldn't you love to have those kinds of that kind of money available to you? No, he probably didn't even need he did that not kind of buy money. Those. He just has those resources. He available has to connections, you. and they sent them to him. I'm God, sure. God, I wish we had those kinds of like like we were that important of people where we had designers sending us things to wear. You know, when that's the thing, I, I've heard it many times when you listen to so many interviewing shows, podcasting shows. Who are you wearing? Well, they go, the the more famous you get, the less you pay for. Because people just want you to have them so that people will see you wear them and go, what are those? Oh, these, these are Jimmy Choo. Oh, my God. When are they coming out? Oh, in the fall. You can get them in the fall. So you know what that means for us, Jamie. What? You will have to put yourself out there one day, like, <laughs> visibly speaking. No yes. one's going to give you things to wear if you will only remain an audiophile. Uh <laughs> That's the that's that's saying a lot. You're right. I'm just letting you know. Anyway, the recept the the ceremony was beautiful. Uh, there was a lot of tears. They wrote their own vows, and you know, here's the thing I realized about weddings: I cry at weddings. I never I thought too. I was that person. Well, it just depends, the wedding. I cry at weddings where you can tell the couple is truly in love with each other. Oh, God. If it's, if it's a, a wedding where you know, this, is, I'm on this the, is the next step. We're just doing this. I'm on the fence. Then yes. I, I don't cry. But no. but couples who you tell you can tell they've truly taken a journey and yes. this is just continuing their journey. Mm-hmm. I do get kind of weepy. Yeah. Um, they wrote their own vows. Her vows just slayed me. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm going to cry now and I don't even know what she said. <laughs> She said four words and I got the, this huge lump of, I literally the first four <laughs> words and What'd I got this say? lump in my throat. She said, oh God, I'm getting lumpy now. Damn it. Okay. Then don't say it if you can. No, I'm going to because it, it's what got me completely. I was all sucked in. I was completely all in on this relationship. The second she said it, she said, when we first met, it was, <clears throat> when we first met, it was wild and reckless love so Aww. reckless and i was like <laughs> it was like immediately like because i totally understand what she's saying sure, because sure. wild and reckless love doesn't always turn into a long journey sometimes it is what it is it burns out and it's done and this this did not happen it's hard to harness sometimes it it well we've talked about these two people before janelle and yes. nick are like firecrackers i mean these yeah. two people are on fire constantly i mean they are we will be hearing about nick and janelle 
in the culinary world someday. They're going to be a power couple. They, they are building be. an empire. I'm telling you. I believe it. Believe it. Anyway, so the, the ceremony was beautiful. Here was the problem, though. The valley had record winds that day. Oh, of course it does. 45 mile per hour gusts. <laughs> so all I spent two hours on my hair and makeup. And I took a selfie. As you, You've seen the selfie. I look yes. like I have a nest on my head. Well, I was so pissed. The top half was pretty okay. It was the bottom <laughs> half. It just was a little stringy. A little. And what sucked <laughs> is that, you know, a lot of photographers, you know, it was a beautiful place. And so there was a lot of, you know, photography. Everybody had their iPhones out. I mean, it, because it was just an unbelievable location. Sure. <laughs> so I thought, you know, and everybody brought a clutch because we're all in formal wear. Right. Except for one woman who was smart and brought her huge ass bag with everything she could possibly need in it to stay looking flawless. I'm guessing she's been to a wedding in the valley before. <laughs> Probably. You know, and, and I even asked her, I'm like, do you think I should bring my purse? I mean, there's nowhere to put anything. I mean, we didn't even we're having our gift shipped because it's, it's it was such a remote location, you know. So it, it knocked shit down. Lights got knocked over. Things were flying off. I mean, and, you know, the, the bride was so tiny, she almost blew away. I mean, it was yeah, really? really, really windy. And so we had the reception in an outdoor tent. And there were chandel beautiful chandeliers hanging from the tops. They were blowing so hard. Daryl and I were right above one. I said, listen, I said, save yourself. Because right. you're you're the breadwinner. I can't have you die and me stuck here in the in the valley. Okay, I can be at home in the neck brace, but you can't. <laughs> you, you you push yourself out of the way before you save me, please. So anyway, it was a beautiful day. I'm so grateful that we got to see it. They're they're a wonderful group. Their families are amazing. Uh, friends, I got to see you know pseudo celebs. I got to see some amazing chefs who are all doing quite well, by the way, in the culinary world. Good. Yeah, it was awesome. And so anyway, um, you know, there's other little stories that'll pop up that I'll tell you in the coming weeks if I think about it. But all in all, you know, romantic weekend for sure. Bride and groom, fabulous. And of course, I had an ugly and awkward moment, which we will share later on the show. Yay. <laughs> so you know that what happened. So speaking of love, you did a little research. Now, I didn't realize that you were such a big Valentine's Day fan. I think you just like to be acknowledged if you're in a relationship, correct? You know, I think that everyone in a relationship or or if you're out of a relationship, perhaps, mm -hmm. that, you know, everyone likes to do something for Valentine's Day. I think that that's the biggest thing is, is, you know, typically if you're in a relationship, you probably will get, you know, with Victor and I, we have probably mutually have agreed that we will get each other a card mm -hmm. and I will likely expect, especially because Valentine's Day is on a Sunday this year. Yes. I should expect the grocery store's finest roses <laughs> and I will get him his favorite uh, candy, which is almond rocas. Okay. And usually that's, they're only held in the grocery store during Valentine's Day or Christmas. Right. Right. And so this year, if you are not in a relationship or you're in a very, uh, sadistic kind of twisted relationship <laughs> you can get some of the gifts that i found um for example if you go to potatoparcel.com you can show your sweetie how much they mean to you by sending them a potato message write up to 15 words and send a message on a sweet potato to a special recipient what does that mean like so what Basically, Do they cut it in half and engrave a message on a potato? No. On the side of a sweet potato, they will laser print a message oh. in red ink up right. to 15 words, mm. and then they will mail it to the person that you've selected. So for people who call each other sweet potato or... Uh, or just if you want to mail someone a sweet potato with a laser printed message in red. I don't get that. Like, that seems <laughs> so, like, it's so obscure. What an obscure you know, thing to do. Happy Valentine's Day, asshole. You know, I'm not really sure what the occasion would be appropriate to send someone a sweet potato with a message on the side. But, you know, if you if this speaks to you, then by all means, check it out. I'm just trying to think of some reason why anyone would invest $12 of their livelihood to some ridiculous vegetable it doesn't make any sense well if you can think of 15 words and a good reason <laughs> to send someone a sweet potato for 11.99 mm. you know and 
let us know. Potatoparcel.com. Okay. So this next one, you can actually name a Madagascar hissing cockroach at the Bronx Zoo for $10. Oh, so it's like adopt a roach. Adopt a roach. They are, there are tens of thousands of roaches that are nameless at the Bronx Zoo. Why do and they, they have would, that? They have 10,000 roaches? I'm guessing they're just the random cockroaches that are I mean, there. like ones that are like wandering around on the street? I'm guessing, but I don't know if they are actually the ones that are in captivity. But for $10, you can get a digital certificate, pick a name. Okay, so you can name it. So you can do that. You can send your loved one a digital certificate saying that you've named a cockroach after them. Well, I can think of a couple people that I would do that for. So you would go to bronxzoo.com backslash roach. Hmm. You have to have a lot of emotional invest emotions invested in someone, whether it's hatred or love, to go out of your way to do things like that. Because, you know, when you're indifferent to someone and you don't care anymore, you're not going to waste your time. But if you, like, really crave the hate, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Uh, yeah, I would think so. I mean, I mean, I guess there are people who love roaches, but, you know, they're dirty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, how well received would that be, though? I mean, would someone really be that offended or would they be like, I can't believe she just spent $10 to name a roach after me? It just depends. It depends on the... It depends on the equal hatred. (laughs) They would just think that's kind of stupid unless they like really hated roaches and then they got like the certificate. Like Like that'd be like if someone like named this, like if if Daryl adopted a spider. If they said I named a spider after you and then it like came and and it was like a a picture of it with your name. That would enrage me a bit. (laughs) That would be upsetting, don't you think? What if I said, Paula, I just want you to know that I went to the Sacramento Zoo and I adopted and named a snake after you. Or if you told me like you named that garden snake that you have in your backyard. Like, Jamie, that's unacceptable that you have a a snake in your backyard and you're just letting it live there. Here's the deal. I'm not touching it. I'm not killing it. I've tried to get Bodega to eat it. He won't. I don't know what to do. I mean... I just, it's, it can't, and here's the other it thing. can't just dwell there. Here's the other thing about Verdell, the garden snake. That and, 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 and it has a name now? Like, that's, yes. that's no. I will tell you why. I have not, and you know, I hate to say it because I know now I'm going to curse myself. I have yet to find a spider in my house since Verdell has been around. That thing is cleaning up. Not only that, except he's a slob because he was on the other side of the house and I found his skin. What? Yeah, he's he's like literally lives here. He's a slob. He's growing. That's what it means. I won't name a snake after you at the zoo. Don't Thank worry. God. Okay, so this next one, mm-hmm. you and uh, you and a uh, uh, producer Dub might find this uh, fun. <laughs> it is love is art canvas and paint kit. It's mm. abstract art through intimacy. Yeah. So basically, fifty nine dollars will get you a giant like canvas cloth mm-hmm. and then a canvas and one color of art paint and then what you do is you and your partner get naked and you cover yourselves in the paint and then right. you get intimate right on the get canvas Wait, have you become pg suddenly well what do you want me to say i don't know have sex i don't have know. sex on the canvas while wearing the paint right and then basically when you're finished mm. So is your artwork. Right. And then you do what you want with the canvas. You can hang it up in your living room. You can hang it up in your bedroom. (laughs) Give it away as a a present. Sell it at a garage sale. (laughs) You know, you can do all sorts of things with it. Give it to your parents. eBay. You know, lots of things. Okay. So this is not a new concept. I've obviously, many people have heard of having sex on a canvas thing. I've heard of it. Daryl and I had a very interesting discussion a few weeks back about sex I don't know why other than, you know, when you've done it all, you, you know, you just, we just have very nonchalant. I'm just not very like queasy or I don't get uncomfortable talking about sex really because it's just something we all do. It's to me, it's not a big deal. So we were talking about it and I said, we had talked about the paint, painting canvas thing. And he said, would in his, his thing is always, it's almost like an interview because would you ever do that? What about that? Would you ever do that? You know, that's kind of the, like he wants to know right. where my he wants to know where my limits are. Apparently, oh, yeah. If you have your boundaries changed, yeah. Have, do I? Are there any boundaries? And I said I, I I couldn't do it 
because I can't fathom. I mean, I don't even like having sex in wa- in like the pool or the spa. Right. Because you don't want water going up in your vagina. And I said the 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 other idea of like green or yellow paint getting up in my vag is so repellent to me. I mean, I don't care how non-toxic they claim it to be. It's not. It's going to burn. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm going to be peeing or pooping paint for like a week. And I don't want to do it. And I'm not interested in being messier than I'm already. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, it's already bad enough. It, it gets messy sometimes. I don't want to add color to it and, and have a remnant of it. I strip yeah. the sheets the next day. I don't want to even be reminded of it after it's over. You know what I mean? So are you like the one that immediately has to like hop out of bed and take a shower? I do not do that. But I also don't like laying in the wet spot. And so I don't know. I don't know. This seems like a combination of a lot of uncomfortable feelings. Well, the cool thing about this one is... Are you going to do it? No, I'm not going to do it. Oh, well, I don't know. know. You're trying to sell me on it. The cool thing about this one is is you can buy it on Amazon Mm -hmm. and people have left lots of comments about it. Well, that would be hysterical. Read me like, read me two. I'll just give you the summary of the ones that I've read. Okay. So if you if you go to Amazon.com, it's Love Art Canvas Paint Kit. That's okay. What you should look it up. Okay. It's $59. But so basically, most of the comments are all positive, remarkably. Most people that have gotten this, <laughs> they, they all say it's a great thing. You know, we reinvented ourselves. We got okay. reconnected, blah, 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 all that stuff. Okay. So I'm just like, well, you know, good for you people. You have to writhe in paint. All right. There's a few people that have said... My husband, unfortunately, had an allergic reaction to the paint, <laughs> so we had to stop immediately. And give him Benadryl. I, you know, I had to get put ointment on him. We had to, you know, get in the shower or scrub. Oh, dear. Another couple noticed that um, after they were done, they got in the shower. They had to scrub quite vigorously, and they could not get the black paint off. Oh, no. Another gentleman said... You know, beware of your elbows when you're done. The next day at work, I noticed I still had very black elbows. <laughs> oh, God. Black paint? Really? Don't they well, care? Why doesn't it come with like raspberry and purple or blue? And I, I mean, does it ma- Do you want to have blue elbows the next day? I mean, does it matter? No. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Some couples said, you know, it's it's our dirty little secret. We have it hanging up in our living room when friends come over and lament about the Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, that's some kinky. Are, that's kind of weird. Right? That's a little. That's a that's dancing along the uh, like voyeurism. Uh, voyeurism, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh look at they don't even know. And you know what? Your cum is on that too. Gross. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, so God. what? You know, when you're starting to you know jizz or ooze a little bit, is that like a bonus color or what? Well, like, not only that, but clear. I mean, <laughs> like, okay, let's just say you you finished missionary style, and he pulls out. You don't think there's a dick shape on that? <laughs> That's gross, man. I mean, I would never do it. I would never do it. I mean, okay, never say never. Well, I'm just thinking, I'm like, what does this thing look like after a while? I mean, doesn't it just look like, you know, people slipping and slopping around on, you no know. No traction whatsoever, it man. Just lo- I would just, and then eventually when you someone stands up, there's just going to be a big cheek print. Like, <laughs> or, you know. or what about like messy hand prints or something? I mean, I can't imagine what, would it be funny if someone came in and they're like, oh, how cute. Did your children make this for you? Or if there's another couple like, oh, we did that. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just like. You know, that would be, oh my God. It's like. Oh, I recognize that canvas, Jane. Oh yeah, we had one of those. So we got Carol, it for, we got it for our twenty-year anniversary or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, just, oh, look at Carol and Phil getting freaky. Just, I don't know. I it's not my thing. It's not my thing but either. To each I, his own. Well, if you course. are going to buy it from Amazon, be sure to use it through the <laughs> Ugly Mall. Go through the Ugly Truth website, please. All right, now sealed. this is the one. This is the finale. This is the one I want to hear da, about. Dun, da, da. Yes. Now. Unfortunately, it is currently sold out. Which is absolutely shocking to me. (laughs) It is shocking. But straight from the UK, which should Mm. shock no one, comes to With their yellow teeth? The chocolate anus. (laughs) For us, making chocolate, according to their website, for us, the makers of the chocolate anus, making chocolate is an art, which is why we only produce traditional handmade chocolate of the highest standard here in the UK. Our chocolates come in meek milk dilated dark and tight white belgian chocolate oh my god one size fits all the edible anus is the perfect present for mother's day a family wedding or simply an amuse bouche for that timid confirmed bachelor next door 
We also believe the anus range can dissolve cultural ban boundaries of race, gender, class, or sexual orientation. So spread the joy and let's all teach the world to love each other and love the anus. Edibleanus.com. Edibleanus.com. So the chocolates, they kind of come into like a valley, valley point. They look like a butt. They look like a little anus. But it's and not but it's not a dilated anus. It's a tight anus. It's a tight anus. It even has like the little veins and um It's um it's like a little pucker looking. It's like a balloon thing. knot. I was Without actually thinking, Jamie, that when they do become available, if you bought these for producer dub, you could almost paint <laughs> the center white and do little black dots since you always call him anus eyes. Oh my goodness. And you could make him little chocolate anus eyes. I have I struggle um with this because I read that they had a model that they used to make the actual form to make these chocolates. They actually had someone Yeah model their anus yes so i'm i, I really struggle with that a lot well, i mean it's not like there's actual anus i don't or anything in there it's chocolate okay first of all understand that there are people out there who would pay much money to have anus flakes on their chocolate okay That's disgusting like what what like to have toilet paper flex in there or something? no but they would be like this this actually touched some hot chicks anus i'll eat it That's i mean so people gross. are gross that's so gross yeah but they but would yeah, do it. Yeah, remarkably, this is sold out. I couldn't. When I saw that, I'm like, "This is ridiculous." And they sell other things besides the chocolate. They sell these poo cards. Like Paula, I saw cards. that poo card, and I couldn't <laughs> believe my eyes. And I've seen a lot of things. When you open the card, and that naked woman's bent over, and poo comes out of her butt. Yeah. When you open it, like a pop up card. It's a pop up card. It's a pop up like greeting card, card, and the poo comes out of this woman's butt, and she's and smiling. The I don't well, get it. Would, would you have her frown? I mean, it's supposed to well, be Well, she like, could have know, a grunt on her face like or something. Greeting. Like, uh, You know, well, she like she's struggling. Better. She was happy. It's coming out and it's it like the size out. of a... It's, a it's, it's a sweet potato. It's engraved with red. God. It well, looks like a sweet had, potato. They also had silver... Like, what were they? Paperweights? I didn't know what the silver things were. I assume those are giant paperweight anuses. I, I mean, they're really into the butt have, thing. Would you even be allowed to have that on your desk? Maybe in the UK, but... Well, not. apparently they have... Uh, well, they, they're really consumed with butts over there, apparently. Edibleanus.com. Get the poo cards. Check them out. That is while you're you know, doing that, get a prostate check as well. I think that's, while we're talking about that. That things. company must have been started by someone who never left the anal phase, because you know how children go through the oral anal. But you mean uh, a man, Jamie? Um, that's what I meant. But but children go through. They there's these psych psycho, psychology where children go through different phases: oral, anal. I don't know what the other ones are, but there's there's several phases that children as they grow go through. Mm -hmm. This person did never left the anal phase. Jimmy, I don't think any man has ever left the anal phase. They've just learned to quiet it. <laughs> They've learned to reserve their anal love. They just still yes. secretly laugh at it. I mean, I catch Ryan and Victor laughing at butt stuff all the time when they think right. I can't hear them. Yeah, it's weird how men are consumed with anything that comes out of the butt. They they are. They're, they do. They're just big boys. They're just, you know, old. Well, but it is funny how they are very attentive to the area now too, sexually. Oh, it goes yeah. all ways. I mean, it's from it, it. It after they've after they've grown weary of the fart jokes, and they go, you know what? I wouldn't mind putting my penis. Well, in they there. just it's another. They they just think it's another option for well, them. You know, they're just like, well, it's another hole. Yeah, porn has led them to believe that all women love butt sex. Apparently, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know when that know. happened. I. Uh, they ran out of room or ran out of options. And so they're like, hey, what about the butt? There's a hole there. They're just like, hey, there's another hole down there. We Why can do we all kinds of things with there? that. See what happens. I can't. I, you know what? It, Whatever. I I don't know. Again, show me a woman who swears she loves anal. I'll show you a liar. <laughs> or no, it's a paid actress. That's who it is. Well, that's what I mean. That's different. <laughs> that's different. So hopefully, uh, even if you didn't weren't able to get these lovely gifts for Valentine's Day, you can still... Uh, Purchase them for another uh, appropriate occasion oh, in there the future. Are, I'm sure there are plenty of occasions in which you could buy yourself a chocolate butthole, right? <laughs> but thank you, Paula. Thank you for giving us the You're odd uh, and unusual Valentine's gifts. We do this every You're year. Welcome. This has been, I think, this has been our best year yet. 
I think so. I, I think agree. It's, it's something for everyone. <laughs> yes, there is. So I, I look forward to your research for next year. <laughs> if you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. So let's go ahead and move on to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay, so um, mine is kind of funny. Um, I was talking to my next door neighbor and he was telling me about a new job that he got recently um, working in construction and he said he'd be working outdoors quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And so um, my next door neighbor is African-American and so he's quite dark. He said, yeah, I'll be working outside, you know, mostly in the summertime. And so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, you better make sure you put on lots of sunscreen and um he looked at me and because he he, might burn and he's just like not gonna get much darker than i already am (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like what and he's just like i'm just not i'm not and i'm like oh i'm like i'm like you're not gonna burn and he's just like no and i'm like oh "Oh." i'm like you don't you don't burn and he's just like no i'm I'm black and i'm like no i i know i just i didn't know you know how it works. i don't know how these things work i don't right. know science I, said, I didn't know how it works he's like no he's like it's just you know it's best thing for me to is just to stay hydrated and everything i'm like oh okay i'm like well then make sure you just drink lots of water and he's like oh, okay boy paula <laughs> so, well i didn't well, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I meant well. Of course was, you did. Of course. I was trying to like, you know, I mean, and when I say he's dark, Jamie, I mean, I'm talking like freaking like. Like, like seal. Like, like he's very really black. dark. Very he's dark. He's very black. But I didn't. How are you supposed to know black people don't burn? Um. Well, science. Just like people from Ireland probably shouldn't be out in the sun for more than five minutes or they will basically implode. I, I mean, mean they'll just, just catch fire. I wouldn't, I would, so I'd ask Victor later, I'm like, Victor, well, did you know black people don't burn? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, how did you know that? He's like, because I live life and I go outside and talk to people. He started, he's like, how did you not? He's like, what do you mean? Like, how, what do you mean black people don't burn? He's like, why would you come to that conclusion? And I'm like, well, I was talking to the neighbor. He's like, Paula. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised you didn't, but you know what? Even if you did, it's still something you would have said, not thinking. I mean, it's not like this is not beyond the scope of us talking before thinking. I just assumed that. I mean, you everyone know, has skin. Everyone can get skin cancer. So yeah, I mean, even though thinking. he's dark, I would imagine that it's you know it could still get charred. You know, like you know, burnt. <laughs> I don't no. know. I just, I didn't know. And so anyways, well, it was embarrassing. No. And especially because he kind of looked at me and like sheepishly and he's like, not going to get any darker. <laughs> so it's like, That's well, I so don't know. Funny. So, I mean, he wasn't obviously offended because no. he could tell I was like thoroughly dumb, but... Well, that's a very good awkward moment. That is yes. that is classic UG, very I will say. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, this is also classic UG. Classic Jamie UG, I should say. The uh night before the wedding, there was a little pre-gaming going on in the bar at the hotel. Since cool. all of the guests, even the bride and groom stayed there, um they were all like, "Yeah, we're all going to converge on the Hilton bar and we're going to just party it up." Even though the wedding was early the next day, we didn't, you know, first of all, we were like the oldest people there outside of their parents because oh, these people are okay. like 29. So yeah, there was a lot of young pre-baby bodies there that just beyond jealous, just so, so much youth. It's like, you don't realize because we feel and look pretty young. I got carted at the airport, by the way. That's cool. I couldn't believe it. I'd be like, really? What? And then Daryl pulls out his card and she's just like, well, you know, all right, I'll, I'll go like, ahead uh, and do it. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, she wasn't. But he was just assumptive, which was really funny. Anyway, so we're <laughs> we go down to the bar. She's like, oh, yep, definitely not Polly Wannets. Thank you. <laughs> 
I was going to ask you for your autograph, but thank you for showing me that you weren't um, from the from the movie or the show The Sopranos. So uh, we go down to the hotel bar and we run into the bride immediately, and she is just so beautiful. And you know, when you are in love and you're getting ready to get married, women definitely glow. They just sure. there's just something about it. It's like when you find out you're pregnant and you're happy about it. <laughs> you know, there's a glow about a woman when she's in love. In any way. So we see her and she's just gorgeous. And we talk to her a little bit and she's telling us about all the plans and everything. And then uh, she introduces me to some of her bridesmaids, her maid of honor and another bridesmaid. Now, Daryl knows one of the bridesmaids. He used to she used to work in San Francisco. Her name is Zoe. And she went to England and she has she took a job out in England with uh, a man that she was with. And so she came flew all the way back to be in the wedding. And she is hysterical, very New York, very funny, very, um, she's got a mouth like a sailor, which I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking and getting along and everything was going great. She's real animated. And, you know, I don't know about you, but when I really start getting comfortable and I'm talking, I talk with my hands a lot as well. Yeah. And so Daryl is still feeble and sick, by the way. And But he's patching himself together to try to get through this event. And so I'm standing there, we're all standing around, and there's a little table in front of us. Daryl did not finish his wine. And so we're talking, and I start talking with my hands about something. And I sweep my hand up to make a gesture, and I nicked his wine glass. And not only did I knock it over, wine went flying all over Zoe. (gasps) Red wine. Oh, no. Luckily, she was wearing all black. And she goes, this is why I wear all black. And I said, I am mortified. I am so sorry. I totally spilled red Pinot all over the bridesmaid that I just met like 30 seconds before. And I said, this is why I must not speak or move or talk for the rest of the week. I mean, I was mortified. You need pockets. Paula, (laughs) God, I was so, and Daryl's just like, oh my God. And I said, hey. And so ultimately at the reception, we all surmised that it was really Daryl's fault for not drinking his wine. Because had (laughs) had he just drank the wine like a normal person, there wouldn't have been a cup of wine all over the place. And, you know, the thing is, is it was like perfect timing where, you know, three people came over and started mopping it up and, you know, picking up the glass. And I'm like, oh, God, what am I, five? I mean, really? Now I know because I was the one that always spilled the drink at the restaurant when we were kids. It was that's always true. me. No, I think we I mean, yes, that's oh, probably true. Me. But it feels like all of us always spilled something like we not, we never went out to eat without someone spilling something. I just remember dad's face. Every time I spilled something, <laughs> we all the we same all face. face. We God, every time face. he's just like, you know, our dad was wor- bad, so he would say we were stupid and stuff. But of I mean, course. it was like, you know, always like, waitress, can I have some like a pile of napkins? Because my ill-equipped child with arms that don't work apparently has just yet again spilled an entire 12 ounces of soda of or course, whatever. Always awful. So I felt very stupid and oh, very no. dumb and so at the reception the next day we uh i there was a glass of wine and i did not drink it there we we got two we got a red and a white and i did not drink the red i had had the white and so she came over and she said are you drinking that and i said no i'm not she goes can i have it and i'm like yeah sure i go it's the very least i can do and by the way you owe me one so if you want to spill it you know it's all good with me and she's yeah, like i'm wearing all black yeah we're all wearing black today oh she was wearing obviously a bridesmaid color like peach or pink or something and she's like no 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 it's fine she's like it's fine i just wore it. that's why but i mean it literally got on her like her crotch oh it my was God. everywhere i was just awful paula it was so bad and it created a little bit of a scene not a huge scene but enough that you know i'm like hello you're i'm the one person the one old lady here you don't know i'm not related either i'm just a random guest sorry everybody how embarrassing it was embarrassing oh, well i think you win this week oh god okay gosh i'm going to have to start upping my game this is like the fifth week in a row <laughs> well paul you have to go out and do things <laughs> Hey, I, <laughs> I know you're nursing I a mean, sick child. Well, I not know. Not just that, but I mean, I thought thought mine was pretty good this week. But it not is good. Enough, well, no, no you I know mean, what? And and, and uh, last week you would have won, for sure. No, no question. Just, not good. 
Before we close, we want to say a very special happy birthday to our UG, Stephanie. Today is her birthday. Happy Sunday. Birthday. No, Friday, Friday. Her birthday yes. is on Friday the 12th, along with Abraham Lincoln. So happy birthday. Don't go to the movies. <laughs> don't go see a play. Yeah, really. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> don't go to a musical. That's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not going. Yeah, no, that's something uh, else and I would do, but you guys would uh, never do that. No, we, we'll pick you up, but I'm not going in. Pick us up for the All ride. right. Thanks for the ride, lady. Let's wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. So thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. Thanks for uh, continuing listening and uh, shopping our, our links, our Avon links and our Amazon links. We appreciate your patronage. Please check us out on our Facebook and our Twitter. And other than that, have a fabulous week. Hope you enjoy your Valentine's Day and uh, do something special or not. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy your week. Be safe, friends. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Uglies, then follow them on Twitter at The Ugly Truth, friend them at facebook.com slash uglytruth, or leave comments on our shows at uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.